Hello again and welcome to The Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you're welcome to this channel. Old and new subscribers, it's always good to see you and you're very welcome. Please check the three dots menu at the top or look along the bottom row until you see a cog icon. Click that. Click the word quality and then upgrade the quality of the video to 480, 720 or 1080p. Whatever is the highest that your device offers so that you have a decent picture to work with. I am continuing with the America series and as I said I think that this is going to be the lengthiest undertaking of the Master's Voice blog. Please pause the video sometimes and look in the description box below so that you can find the URL to the site that this channel represents. It's called themastersvoice.com. I'm Celestial who runs the blog at the request and the instruction of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a prophetic resource, end times prophetic resource that the Lord instructed me to start many years ago and it finally came to life after a lot of tussling in 2019. And then um, after I think about a year and a half of running the blog, the Lord said to me that he wanted me to modernize the project, use the tools of your generation, Celestial. That's what he said to me, making me feel quite old fashioned. But anyway, uh, that's why the YouTube channel is here. So the first series that I did was the Russia and China series. And I think we're going to touch a little bit on that today as we go through today's prophecy. This is actually one of the oldest prophetic words that I have all the way from 2015. So that makes it, um, I think about five years old. Yes. So, uh, this was given to me July 25th, um, 2015, and it's called the fall of America. And I think that the Lord gave me this prophecy on the very day or around the time that America legalized LGBTQ marriage and all forms of same-sex union. I remember watching that on TV. I was overseas at the time with um, a sense of shell shock. And um, it would either be that same day or around that period when it became legalized that the Lord gave me this word. And so um, God had strong words to share in this prophetic word. And I remember that it, it shook me to my core. And I'm going to try and cover the highlights of this prophecy. Now, before I start, there's something that I think I just need to mention. Um, I always say on this channel that this is not a place where you can come and work on your confirmation bias, which is perhaps the things that you already believe, whether you've been a Christian for two months, two years, 20 years, or this is not a place where you can come and do a comparison. Now, I'm not stopping you from doing that, but I think that I give these caveats because if you attempt to do that with this channel, you're going to be the one that ends up frustrated and you're going to be the one that ends up possibly with a lot of questions that go unanswered. And here's why. I'm not tied to anyone else. In real life, I'm not even a twin. I'm a single person that is one person that has been commissioned by the tripartite God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, 
to do a work for him. And that is what I am giving my time, energy, and effort to almost all the time. I take this process and this um, program very seriously. This work is something that comes from my being to the Lord. And here's why. When the Lord called me, he didn't call me to start now. And he didn't call me and tell me, uh, your focus your focus is going to be America. What the Lord said to me when he called me is that I will put my words in your mouth and you will speak them to all that I send you and you will say to them all that I give you to say. Now, those of you who have been with me for a long time, actually the first time you saw me, a lot of people were shocked. They were like, oh, Celestial, you know, I, I don't know. I had a different picture of you in my head. And that's because my writing is very plain. Um, I don't add anything to what God gives me and I don't subtract anything. And the reason I don't do that is because this is a truth project over and above all. The prophetic word will always be truthful. It will also always be a wholesome word, meaning that I'm not going to tack on little pieces and I'm not going to leave little pieces out to spare feelings. This is not a blog that brings forth positive prophecies. That's one. That's just something that anybody who reads the blog for five minutes will notice. But this is also not a project that's here to molly coddle you. The prophecies that I have been given by the Lord are so grave. They speak from the time of now and even the things of the past that I cannot possibly understand. And they project right through to future times when we don't have Wi-Fi and these videos won't be here. So if you come to this blog and you think that you are perhaps going to see someone who's like whoever else that you're watching and you're puzzled why the what this person is saying doesn't match up with what other people are saying, I'm here to tell you that your puzzlement might last a long time. I'm not here to vouchsafe what you may have heard somewhere else. I'm not here to give you an explanation as to what I say doesn't match what other people are saying. What I'm here to do is warn you. There are a lot of people who are addicted to the Kool-Aid that is out there. There are a lot of people who think that God is sitting in heaven and his primary concern is letting America know who her next president is going to be. Election day prophecies, political leader prophecies, and celebrity prophecies are greatly beloved in this nation, which just goes to show. On this channel, God is warning the American believer first and everybody else to get their house in order. Why? Because time is short and God is so gracious that he's not only telling us what has happened in the past to get us to where we are now, he's gracious enough to let us know that worse is coming, much worse is coming. And if we don't unblock our ears, or get rid of our religious preferences and our favorite religious ponies that told us this and told us that. If we don't get our houses in order and start to work on our personal discernment so that at the very least, when the time of the beast comes, we have become Christians who are able to detect and discern what is of God 
and what is not of God. Because Daniel warns us that in that time, the seducing magic and the powerful miracles that Antichrist and those who serve Antichrist in his religious order, the things that these people will be able to do. I think I've said it at least 20 times this week alone. Since we made the transition from the old administration to the new, I've received a ton of mail. But how come? But they told us I've received a ton of mail. And all I've said is the beast is coming. The beast is coming. If you cannot even discern what the word of the Lord is now before the beast kingdom arises, then when all manner of seducing and satanic wonders are taking place that look, smell, and sound exactly like the Holy Spirit is doing, I have absolutely no idea how you're going to cope. As the Lord said to Jeremiah, if you can't even keep up with the footmen, how are you going to contend when the horses begin to run. So I say to you out there, if your discernment is so off that you cannot even discern or take the time aside from the noise and the hubbub of everything that is going on in the religious and the so-called prophetic space, to hear what is God really saying, and then set yourself to seek that and pray that, and desire that. Then when Antichrist rises, stands in the temple showing himself and saying that he is God, watch out that you're not one of them who goes sooth, the Lord speaks. So let's get to the prophecy, the fall of America. And so on that day, the Lord said to me that this is the anniversary of America's death. Remember, this was five years ago. And the Lord declared to me and said that this prophecy would be the fulfillment of the call that he gave in Revelation 18, which was, come out of her, my people, that you do not partake of her sins and that you do not receive of her plagues. Revelation 18 and 4. And so on that day, the Lord led me to read Ezekiel 9 and Ezekiel 38. And I think it's in... Ezekiel 9 that they speak of six men that would come down from from the mountains right six men that the Lord appointed in the book of Ezekiel 9 it's either Ezekiel 9 or Ezekiel 38 um, bear with me it's been a while since I read this one and it speaks of six men that were appointed by God and they were brought, brought forth and the Lord said to five of them go throughout this entire city and slay don't show mercy. Leave none alive. Women, children, he said, the old and the young, leave none breathing. Smite them all and destroy them. But then to the sixth man, he didn't give him an axe. He gave him an inkhorn. And he told him, before these ones go out, I want you to go out throughout the city with this inkhorn and I want you to mark a mark on the forehead of every person who is truly genuinely of me. Those who weep and sigh over the condition of this land, they weep because of the sinfulness of this nation. Mark those ones with a mark 
in the forehead. And then these with the axis will pass after you and they will utterly cut down all who lack the mark. So the first man went out and he completed his commission and he came back to the Lord and he said, I have done as you asked. After that, the other men who represented death followed him and they also completed their commission. It was in this prophecy that the Lord declared to me for the first time five years ago that the nation of Russia would come to the United States and that the nation of Russia would not only come to the United States, but he informed me that they already dwell in the United States, that they have huge numbers of troops present in the USA. And I found this utterly shocking. And yet, as the years would progress, God would show me Russia already present in America in different visions of the Lord. He would show me sometimes scenes in a vision, meaning I was not asleep, where I saw Russian soldiers, and I've explained the kind of gun that they had. It was a long gun, I guess a war-type gun, but it had a bayonet at the end. Now we know a bayonet is a war-type knife, and it's shaped like this, and it's affixed to the barrel of a gun. And he would show me Rus Russian soldiers in the street. They would be shooting with the with the guns, and sometimes they would simply drive the bayonet into someone's belly and rip it. And I saw a soldier once in a vision do this to a woman who was pregnant here in the United States. And I was standing in the streets in this vision, and I was screaming. I was saying, run. I was saying, save yourselves. I was saying, run away. But because God placed me as a spiritual represent, representative in that vision, nobody heard me. I wasn't really there. So I was just standing and screaming because of the horror of what I was witnessing. But nobody heard me. And so nobody was saved and nobody was able to run away from what I saw these soldiers doing. So the Lord said to me that there is troops in their innumerable thousands that will enter the United States, either enter in, in some cases are already present using the, Rock and, the Rocky and the Appalachian Mountains and they will strike America with amazing deadly precision. When I do this, it's quotation marks because my other hand is holding the tablet and I'm trying to let you know that these are the Lord's exact words. And he said that we will see these things on the news and that he had told me this many times before. Celestial, every eye will see it on the news and they will wonder only one thing. How on earth could these troops enter the country in such large numbers and America didn't know it? And how did they mask their troop movements so that America did not even detect such large movements of troops on any radar? Were they simply not looking or watching? It is a devastating day. Babylon has fallen, and great is the smoke of her burning. And the Lord gave me the scripture that says, Therefore her plagues will strike her in one day, death, mourning, and famine. She will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. Revelation 18 and 8. And so I said to the Lord, please, um, 
What are you saying? And like I just described, he showed me images of soldiers standing in full commando gear on the streets. And then the Lord began to show me how, what the foreign reaction, the foreign presence in America, what it would be like. And he compared it to two ancient cities that most of us know of. One of them is Pompeii. And the other one is the city of Atlantis. Now, the city of Atlantis, people argue and say, did it exist? Did it not exist? Atlantis did exist. And Atlantis was destroyed by the Lord. But the History Channel will never tell you that. Pompeii was the same. Pompeii was destroyed because the mountain Vesuvius suddenly blew her lid after hundreds of years of inactivity and basically buried the city in a single day. Huge, huge metric tons of volcanic ash blew out of the mountain, hit that city, and the people died exactly where they stood. In fact, when the city was dug up hundreds of years later by our archaeologists or um, whoever it is that found the place, they found that the people died so suddenly that some of them still had food in their mouth and many of them were still sitting at the table with food in bowls. That is what we know as the wrath of God. And so God said that when these things come to America, foreigners and even Americans will try to flee. They will immediately try to exit to the point that their food on the table will still be warm. The Lord said that, said that they will run away without regard for any valuables at all. He showed me that people would only, the only valuable thing that people would take would be their lives and their children. And so I was seeing images that day as foreigners were flooding the airports. And God said, they will run away from America the way nations always run away from third world countries when they have their setbacks, you know, when they have wars, when they have coups, when they have um, other things that affect them, how we always see the movies, there's always movies made, always see the news reports, this is happening in this African country, this is happening in South America, and we see all the foreigners and their embassies are sending planes to get them. That's what I saw in America. And then the Lord gave me the scripture and it says, come out of her midst, my people, each of you save yourselves from the fierce anger of the Lord. Jeremiah 51 and verse 45. And so God said that people would run away. They would leave all, all their wealth here. And a nation that I saw doing this, one particular nation that I saw doing this, was a nation of France. The French people who lived in the United States demonstrated such an amazing presence of mind. They did not even try to see how can I transfer my money? How can I transfer my company? How can I transfer my building fund? How can I transfer the car or the house that I own in California? Those people were out of here like rockets. And so the Lord went on to say, that the major news networks of the world will cover the story of the century. Only foreigners will be allowed to leave. U.S. citizens will be prevented from leaving. The Lord says that this includes all foreign nationals who have taken oaths of citizenship to the United States. 
those people will be counted as natural born citizens. He said that this also includes all naturalized dwellers who do not have a current passport for their original country. So if you came to America 20 or 30 years ago and you basically gave up your citizenship and you've stopped renewing your own passport for your own country, which I know several nations do on the sly, that is wisdom. You will not have any documentation to show that you are not an American and therefore you will not be allowed to leave. Another thing that I saw in this vision was how much problems it caused at the airports. I saw that a terrible struggle arose between naturalized dwellers who didn't have a passport to leave, but I also saw this. There was a type of family where, let's say the father was from Uganda and the mother was from France, and both of them never naturalized. So they were green card holders, but they never really went on to become citizens. But in their marriage or in their partnership, they had children who were American born. I saw that those families were not able to take their children out. In fact, the children were treated as a commodity that had a stamp on it and that stamp said property of the United States. So I saw that there was terrible grieving. It was almost represented to me by the Lord as this kind of heaving mass when the sea is very upset, how it churns. That's how it was at the airports when people realized that the government was saying, oh, you can go. But the citizens stay and the citizens they're talking about two years old, still sucking the thumb and 17 years old and has no idea how to live on his or her own. And because of that, those parents were unable to flee the country. They had to stay here because they had children. And so God said that there would be danger for those who have naturalized children and citizen children. Tell them to watch and be mindful of their children. There will be search and seizure citizen procedures. Children who are born citizens and naturalized will be taken away from their families. So the Lord said, search and seizure. Search and seizure. He talks about how um, those who are being held in the United States as foreigners, uh, foreign prisoners of wars and other types of people will be pardoned or they will simply be let go back to their countries. And the Lord also sh showed me that many countries would be happen, happy when America was struck in this way by foreign armies. And so there's the usual images of people celebrating. But here's a caution from God. God says that when you see a great nation such as this nation being struck with such terrible judgments, it's not actually something to celebrate. He said that when you see calamity and strife befalling a great nation in a single day, it means that calamity and strife for all other nations, which basically is judgment. Calamity and strife is basically judgment. It means that judgment for the other nations are not far behind. So the Lord said, let every nation see themselves and their fate in the coming destruction of Babylon the Great. This is a time to pray for the nation of America. Tell them to pray for themselves in order to mitigate harm and loss of life. 
There are many people who contact me and ask me, but isn't this something that can be changed if we repent, if we pray? And I had an interesting conversation with someone the other day, and I said to them what I always say. Understand, if America was going to repent in such a way that it touches God's heart and he actually changes and turns from his judgment, then America would not be called Mystery Babylon. It would be some other nation that the Bible talks about in Revelation 17 and 18. If America is a nation that was truly going to turn her path, change her ways, change her heart, turn from her wicked ways, and ask God's forgiveness collectively, that means that she would receive the same mercy that God gave Nineveh when Nineveh repented, and that means that God would turn away the judgment from America. But if you see something written prophetically, before I, Celestial, was born, or before any of us watching this was born, that tells you that from now at this point, where I am giving you the messages of the Lord, all the way up to the final day that Revelation 17 and 18 happen, it means that America never repented. And that's why her fate is written in the Bible. Because the God who made her already knows she won't. So the Lord said to me, and I think I will stop it here. He said this to me, and I will stop it here. And I hope that it will be a help for those who do not understand who they're looking at when they come to this channel. And you, son of man, do not be afraid of them and do not be afraid of their words, even though it feels as if you are being struck by briars and thorns, even though it feels as if you're living among scorpions. Do not fear their words and don't be dismayed by how they look at you because they are a rebellious house. You shall speak my words to them, whether they hear you or whether they refuse for they are rebellious. But you, son of man, hear what I say to you. Do not be rebellious like that rebellious house, but open your mouth and eat what I give you. And when I looked, there was a hand stretched out to me, and behold, the scroll of a book was in it. Then he spread it before me, and there was writing on the inside and the outside of the book. And written on it were lamentations and mourning and woe. That is what I have been given to bring on the master's voice. Lamentations, mourning, and woe. So I'm not here to drop the occasional prophecy about who's going to get into the White House. If you actually take the time to visit the blog, you will see that God is speaking of matters on that blog that cover the time of human history where we don't have politics anymore, where this nation has been bombed into oblivion, where, like I said, we'll be looking for whatever food we can find that still survives in cans, 
where nuclear war and nuclear weapons have devastated this nation. And there's no more people on YouTube and Facebook arguing or asking me, how come you're not saying that America's going to have a season of greatness like everybody else is saying? How come you're saying all this doom stuff? I'm saying what's on the scroll of the book that God put in my mouth. Lamentations, mourning, and woe. That's what this channel is for. To tell you the truth and to give you an opportunity to choose today who you will serve. The God of heaven who is still waiting to gather you to safety before his judgment comes. Or you can serve whoever you're running with already and go with your own opinion. That's the thing about God. He made us and we came made with free will. I've said on the blog, you choose now, God will judge and weigh your choices later. That's the end of the prophecy, the fall of America. I am Celestial. Thank you for your patience and thank you for being here with me today. I appreciate if you subscribed. I appreciate all who take the time to go to the blog and actually read the prophecies. May the Lord God increase your diligence and use it to bless your own life. Take care.